0: You have entered Kindergeist, a horror podcast for kids and girls.
1: <laughs> Hello, this is the Kindergeist podcast and my name is Akia, and I'm the host of a pod, this po- whole podcast. And I have a co-host, which is my auntie and her name is Anthe. And I would like to introduce her right now. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Hello everyone, yes. Today we're going to be unpacking the question, is horror appropriate for kids?
0: Yeah, I remember I got so excited when you said you started watching The Vampire Diaries because I said, oh my goodness, she's into horror now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of the whole idea of how this podcast came to be as I was talking to you and learning that you're gaining an interest in genre. And I was going to compile an entire list for you and your brother of all these like kid-friendly horrors or kind of gateway to get you into the genre more and then I just thought well why don't we just make a podcast together I mean you you enjoy watching I'd love to know like what do you think about it what are your thoughts about it because there's not enough horror content for people your age and for kids and I find that to be kind of a sad thing because it's such a powerful genre
1: mm-hmm. yeah but I feel like goosebumps is the only really show that or mov- slash movies that are more kid-friendly horror but I feel like it's not like as like scary as like it I I totally agree with you on how there should be more kid um horror movies because i go on netflix or i go on hulu and i don't really see a lot of selection for um movies my age and it's kind of frustrating sometimes so i sometimes i wish in the future like hopefully in the future that i see more horror movies
0: how do your parents feel about you watching horror
1: well the thing is um my father he he always tells us, every time we're watching, like, we're picking out a movie at night, he was like, oh, let's watch a scary movie. And I'm like, no, 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 because I used to be so scared, you know. But get, I'm getting to realize that as people are getting older, as me and my, bro- my younger brother is getting, getting older, that we're starting to like horror more because we're getting introduced to it at a young age. Since I'm in seventh grade and I have English um which my English teacher we had to do an assignment of horror the horror genre and I wrote about a girl who first got in like Instagram or social media and she meets a guy and he ends up slaughtering her when they meet up and puts her in a graveyard and her name is Ella Jones so. Though it was a
0: story about a young girl who was slaughtered, it was also talking about um, social media and how that can be harmful and bullying. So I felt like your work was an example of why horror is very helpful for young people to process, um, because you can talk about those topics without it being too heavy handed.
1: Yeah. Yeah and also the story that I made I realized that it gives you an open mind so for me for example if I'm a teen and I'm talking to a random stranger online and I have no idea what their intentions are when I meet them in real life my story can provide a young my young audience to realize that you can't really trust a lot of people you know especially online yeah it's it's kind
0: of like a modern day Hansel and Gretel, right? Yeah. Beware of strangers. <laughs> yeah. So how do you feel about like horror ratings? For example, you keep mentioning Bird Box. Like, how did you feel about that?
1: I really think it shouldn't be right at all. Like, to be honest, for me, I feel like it should be like PG-13 at least because there's literally like literally nothing really bad happened in Bird Box at all. It was just like, you just can't see. And if you do, you can get killed or something. So yeah, from what I remember, I feel like it might have been
0: rated R because there's kind of themes of suicide, correct?
1: Well, for now, like right now, my generation, which is Gen Z, obviously, we get introduced to social media and things at a very young age. So, I learned about suicide when I was in fourth grade, okay, which is a very young age to process. So, that's why I feel like it shouldn't be rated R probably, is because I'm so used to seeing suicide everywhere. Well, not everywhere, but like, you know, Um, it's happening a lot in our modern day world because people are not happy and they have mental illnesses that they can't really cope and find happiness in life. So, they just resort to the last the last option which is really sad um but i feel like for a kid well for me for my age i really think that it should be 10 year olds to up because my generation has been introduced to social media very long for very young age i mean (laughs) so for your like
0: around your school and you don't have to name any names, like how is mental illness affecting people around you, especially like during the pandemic and like school
1: shootings and all of these terrible things that are happening? I I have a lot of friends that have all F's at school because their mental illness is really bad to the point where they can't they don't have any more motivation to the point where they sleep all the time and barely eat, you know? It's because of school Be during this pandemic. My school is a middle school and high school, you know, and I feel like mental illness and how people are sad at school or if I see someone fighting, I think that's normal now because of what's surrounding me and how people made it normal. And I don't think that's normal at all. It's just the fact that people are so like lazy now that they don't want to be like, Oh, it's okay. Like, you know, like they just want to be like, it's okay. Like, I don't really care. You know? Like if you could talk to
0: the faculty of your school or the people that run your school and, um, and you're, and say, it sounds like you're very um, just done with how like apathetic they are about everything. What would you say to them? What would you recommend to the adults
1: If you're talking specifically during this pandemic, I feel like the teacher shouldn't be so forcing, you know, because you can be going through something at home at the same time. You can't turn in this work because what if you're like something's going on at home and your teachers blame you and that affects your grade, you know? And what if you're not eating because of how society is on social media? There's so many sides to everything. And I feel like teachers force things on kids and they force due dates every time. It's always for during the pandemic. It's always due at 11, due at 11.59, due at 11.59 all the time, all the time for assignments. And it's frustrating because you're so tired of always doing assignments, you're not really learning anything. You're just doing the work because you have to get a good grade to impress your parents, you know? Mm. Yeah, and there's so mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say that's like what I would probably tell them to like actually try and engage with the students and try and understand what they're going through first before you actually force something on them. You know,
0: I feel like a lot of adults and maybe this is unintentional. A lot of adults look at younger people and don't acknowledge what they're going through because they kind of pass it off as, oh, that's just growing up. That's just being a kid and with no respect to your boundaries. And I, it's unfortunate that that happens, because as you're telling me, a lot of uh, kids are going through so much right now, um, especially so, I mean, that's that's its whole horror genre in itself. You know, it's like growing up. Exactly. Yeah. Growing up and like going through school is terrifying. And I feel like that's one of the most terrifying things we experience as people.
1: Yeah. I also wanted to add that certain aspects for Gen Z right now, my generation, well, like the generation I'm in, are, I feel like we're a different generation than anyone else. Because some of the parents that have Gen Z kids don't understand, understand some things that we're going through, through. Like they would be like, if I, for example, if I tell someone, like an adult that I'm getting, I'm always getting frustrated or if I have anxiety and they're just like, shake it off, like shake it off, like it's going to be okay. You know, it's like, you really don't understand because like, j- Gen Z is actually, um, how do I put this, a very, very sad generation, actually, because we are going through so much as kids. We're getting introduced to social media very young. We're getting exposed to a lot of mental illnesses. No adult, no adults really understand us. They don't like they don't really like let us speak. You know, like they don't let us explain how we feel. They just think that, oh, I've been through this before. You're going to get through it. It's like we don't know. We can't. We're not going to go through the same thing because we never were in the same generation as each other. It's so different all the time. You know, I feel like that's that's the horror for me because people just need to understand. The parents don't learn how to understand the child. Sometimes, like you, some people are scared to tell your, their parents how to, how they feel because they don't know how, if they're going to judge them or say something that would be like, "Oh, just shake it off, you know, it'll be okay." So, yeah,
0: it's just really disheartening to hear that because I think, like you said, parents they don't know how much harm they're doing when they think they're trying to be helpful. What would you recommend to parents as far as like the horrors that is happening in people's lives and how should they how to be a good parent one (laughs) hundred and one via Sakia?
1: Yeah, Um, just sit and understand. Like, watch videos. Try and understand how, like, my like our generation is because of those mental illness and their. I feel like they're just like, oh, I don't want my child to be like this. I should make them happy all the time, which doesn't really fix anything. It sounds like you're saying that
0: really what parents need to do is just listen, listen to your kids and respect what they say.
1: I want to tell like a parent this if they are strict to the kids, but just hear me out. The more you you're putting pressure and the more you're strict on your kids, the more that they learn how to lie. You know, doesn't make sense. The more that you're saying you can't go out somewhere, the more that they can just sneak out of the house. The more that you get their phone, they'll learn how to, they'll learn how to find it and use it. The thing is, you can care for your kids. Just let them sometimes, you know, like parents can be able to let, their kid do something, but at the same time, still care. Like, does that make sense? Like, I don't know. That's just like for the parents and stuff. No, it
0: makes perfect sense. It's kind of like the more you place, uh, forbiddens, that's not a word. (laughs) The more that you, (laughs) the more that you forbid kids from not doing something and not explaining why, and like doing it too much, To the point where it's controlling and they can't enjoy their lives is harmful. Um, And I know that's totally relatable for all of us. Like, where's that line, you know, that Mm -hmm. is drawn to where it starts making you go crazy in the house and feeling like um, parents don't trust you to take care of yourself. There should be a certain amount of independence with that.
1: Yeah. I don't think parents really realize that we're not maturing because we want to grow up so fast. You know, the thing is I don't want to grow up so fast. I want to still be a kid and still be in a stroller while going. to (laughs) Like, why not? Like who wouldn't, but I feel like pain just makes us mature, you know, what Mm -hmm. we go through. And I feel like I look way different. If you see a picture of my mom, well, if she's like, if once she was 12, I would look way older than her because of the pain that happened, you know. Um, things that people put me through just really affects everything like insecurities. Like, if you want to fix something, you'll fix it, obviously. So, yeah, I that's really a big scare that's a
0: big horror that's story. That's the big horror story is yeah. yeah, the pain of growing, and I really agree with what you said of, uh, of pain making you mature and like it becoming a part of you pros and cons, you know, it's nice that everything doesn't have to be flowery. And I feel like that's a perfect, um, way to end the, this episode in particular is kind of with this message of why horror media can be so helpful is because life is the worst thing that someone can go through life is the most horrific thing that we all go through. And this genre allows us to process that in ways. Like you said, you write your story. It's about bullying. It's about killing. And it's a way for you to just get these emotions out into a healthy, creative form. Exactly. Yeah. So we'd like to go ahead and say thank you
1: and end this podcast. Um, the quote of the night, is people don't watch horror movies to be scared they watch horror to feel brave unsure who's i'm unsure who said it but stuff it's Stephen king or um roger corman so i yeah that's one of my
0: favorite quotes it's really beautiful
1: yeah i feel like yeah you're 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 really brave if you do watch horror and i feel like back to the first question ever from this podcast If is horror good for children? And I would have to say yes. What about you?
0: Yes. Oh, definitely. Amen. Based on all of the conversation that we just had.
1: Yeah. But the number one horror about horror is like just life in general. That's why you have to have limits to certain independence. That's why you should have, you should have freedom and you should have fun. That's... Because if it you didn't have any independence, freedom or fun, then that's like big whore right there. That's a big scare because you wouldn't really have anything at all, you know.
0: Absolutely.
1: Yeah. OK, so thank you so much. We'll we will be back next week with another um, we're we're doing something different every week. So um, please subscribe and add us on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, and search kinder guest kinder, kinder guest <laughs> <Kinder laughs> um, and please remember you are loved and you are a baddie and remember you, you and remember to always live on the fright side